the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Welcome to the SpotTrack.com podcast. Kevin Sylvester, Paul Peck from BuffaloSportsPage.com, and Mike Gennetti, the founder of SpotTrack.com. Uh, we're going to talk baseball and one specific contract in baseball and how it's going to affect other contracts, future contracts. I think Mike in will baseball. tell you it's the specific contract yes. in baseball. I mean, it might get fishy here. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, you know, I just three, you, two, you cast, a, you casted a line for a really attempt at a bad joke. There. What you it was oh. sitting on the sitting on the tee right there, Paul, and I figured I'd beat you to the punch. Um, anyhow, we're going to fillet you after right. that one. I'll let you fin-ish this, Paul. Uh, Mike Trout's contract and how it's going to relate to Bryce Harper's future contract and Manny Machado. Now, start, Mike, obviously by saying Mike Trout is probably the best overall player in baseball right now. I, I it, our with me if you want to, but I think he is he's the guy. He's the LeBron of baseball. He's the Tom Brady, uh, the he's Aaron Rodgers of, you know, I mean, he's the guy. So so when we talk about his contract, you're talking about the dominant player in the league. And he's the best trout to ever play baseball, with all apologies to Steve. Okay. Thank Are you. Are you done yet? No, I just <laughs> okay. want to throw that in there. <laughs> all right. That's a heck of an introduction. Um, look, at I started this little piece I wrote on Mike Trout. Just sir, I, I was intentions the intentions were to break down his contract and nothing more and then it got really interesting really fast i started this this piece out with one sentence he's clearly the best player in baseball and there is a serious conversation for him on track to be the greatest of all time and that's unarguable that's not that's undisputable wait whoa undisputable wait undisputable that he's on track he's going to become the greatest of all time if he stays exactly where he is right now nothing more nothing less for another six seven years he will be the greatest player in the history of baseball his numbers are not good. They're not great. They are ridiculous. And they have been for five years. Ridiculous. Okay, we're talking about three MVPs. We're talking about an OPS of 1.15. That's over 1,000. Yes. Right? 700 is okay. Right? 1.15. That's ridiculous. That means he's walking. He's hitting. He's hitting doubles. He's hitting triples. He's hitting home runs. He's stealing 30 bases. He's doing everything. It's, it's, his defense is phenomenal. He's doing everything. It's impossible to find a hole. The only hole is that he's in Los An- An- Anaheim right Anaheim, now. That's the right. hole. That's the only hole in all of this right now. So put the production aside because everybody can sort of see that you know, on paper on, on all your stats site. I, I just wanted to look at the contract because obviously he des- I assumed coming in he deserved more than he had. He signed an extension really early. It bought out all of his arbitration years. So let's let, quickly just talk about that. Baseball players, when they get to the league, they've got a six-year sort of rookie rookie scale, right? Three years are called pre-arbitration. That's where they make nothing. They make like the league minimum, which this year is $545,000. So you're seeing guys like Aaron Judge and those younger guys down there in that, in that realm. Then after three years, you can go to arbitration, where essentially you're paid based on how well you've performed. So there's a little bit of a adjudication with, with that money, but it's still not great money. So when Mike Trout went to arbitration his first year, the Anaheim bypassed it and said, all right, let's just give you a, a nice big six-year contract. We're going to buy out all of your arbitration and buy out three years of free agency, which sounds crazy. It sounds like, why would this guy do this? You know, he's on track to be the greatest of all time. He should be holding out and, and, and becoming a free agent and signing a huge contract. So at, in 2015, he signed a six-year, $144.5 million contract, right? That's $24 million a year. He got a $5 million signing bonus. It, it all sounds great but not elite, right? I'm here to tell you it's elite, <laughs> and it's elite by in a big way. So let's dive into this arbitration really quickly. Like I said, it's a three-year process. Every year you re-up, 
okay? And uh, you're sort of adjudicated based on your, your previous year's production, so you can make more and more. Well, year one is significantly lower than year two is significantly lower than year three, right? That's just how it works. Let's just take the big, the big players in the game right now. Machado, Arenado, Nolan Arenado, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. All, three, all four of these guys now have, hit, have come through three years of arbitration. The latter guys are on the last year right now, okay? Adding up the three numbers, the three salaries from year one, year two, year three, Manny Machado's at $32.5 million. Fine, right? Arenado's at 34. Harper's at 40. Mike Trout, the first three years of this extension, made $44.75 million. Wow. What does that mean? That means that, yes, he's the highest paid arbitration player, but it also means that three years ago, really four years ago, this was done in 2014, four years ago, his agent and, and the Anaheim Angels were able to predict this and project this contract out to be fair and valued for now, for 2018, because we're now into year one of free agency from Mike Trout in terms of how his, his experience broke down. So he's the highest paid three-year arbitration player based on this contract. So now we're in year four, right? Now we've got three years left on the deal, and it's his first three years of free agency. So let's pretend like he was able to hit the open market this past winter, and he signed a brand new three-year deal, right? Well, that three-year deal is worth $99.75 million, which is $33 million a year, which is the most of any player in baseball right now, and it'll be the most next year based on what we've got going. No other player over, over the next three years, 18, 19, and 20, will be making $99 million. That means the contract that Mike Trout signed four years ago was good enough to, buy, to be the best arbitration contract ever for three years and is now the best veteran contract for three years from eight, 2018 to 2020. That just never it's happens. It's a perfect contract. It doesn't happen perfect. in sports. It, it, it says two things. Number one, this is a hell of a contract by his agent, Craig Landis. It's a hell of a contract because it's completely held up four years into, into it. And number two is, this says something about baseball. This says more about baseball than I think this free agency period we just saw said, which was that teams just aren't, aren't pushing the envelope anymore. They're not doing it. They're not going out for guys who don't deserve it and saying, all right, well, we're going to pay you $30 million just because that's what the market says. And, you know, the game's got to evolve and you're the next man up. So here, you know, here's $185 million, Jason Hayward, because you play good right field. I mean, right. that, that happened. Yeah. That happened. Right. right? Um, so th- I think those days are done. I think they're done and they're toast. And Mike Trout, it's an unbelievable story to read this, to read this breakdown because I, I was blown away. I, re- I read these contracts every day and I have never seen a situation where in year four, the contract is as, as good as it was in year one, spanning over an arbitration free agency period like this one does. Um, he's, he's being paid right on the dot where he should be. Are the Angels happy with this? Do you use you, you, are, are you <laughs> Well, suppose? they got the greatest player of all say, time. So. Well, he's still there, and that's all that matters to them. <laughs> right. I mean, let's be fair, because right. in three years when this thing expires, there's a, there's a really good chance he's somewhere else. Um, and we'll talk about the money when that gets closer. But, but it's just an unbelievable situation that right now he is – paid exactly where he should be. This was structured perfectly year by year. So ch- kudos to Craig Landis and kudos to the, to the Trout camp and kudos to the Angels for, for really willing get, to. Yeah, for getting this done, for understanding that four years ago that this player was going to be the elite player in the game in 2018. He clearly is. I mean, the numbers are not even close to anybody else right now. They're not even close production-wise. So you can talk about your Bryce Harpers and your Manny Machados and these guys hitting the market, um, and they're going to be paid fine, but they're not going to be paid Mike Trout money. There's no way. I mean, the, the, the production is so off in terms of what Mike Trout has been able to do in comparison to these guys. And look at we're talking about $33.25 million for Mike Trout. You've heard num- numbers like $40 million for Bryce Harper. 
There's no, no way it's happening. Yeah, you can't I, pay more. I, I told you that right? wasn't going to happen a, a few episodes ago. I'm here telling you, with, 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 having done this research, he's not even going to make $33 million. There's no way that Bryce Harper should come into a contract making as much money as Mike Trout right now, based on the, the evaluations I were, I was, I've been doing on all of these guys together in comparison. Um, I, I think Bryce Harper batting 209 right now with 20 home runs should be happy to make $30 million coming into his next contract. Um, and I love the fact that, that, that Mike Trout didn't sign a 15-year contract. You know, because right. we were, because in 2014 that was still there. Those that that was the Albert Pujols signings and the Giancarlo Stanton signings. Those things all existed back then, um, and I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. Maybe the most important thing that he made this a six year contract. Why is this important? He becomes a free agent in 2021 when he will be 29 years old, and that is the buzz number, right? He's not 30. He's not 30. He's 29. So he will be ready. He will be under 30. He'll be hitting the the open market. He will have 30 teams ready ready to chomp on him. Um, and we'll see what happens with the money then. But financially speaking, this is perfect right now. It's going to be perfect for him when he needs to turn this over in 2021. It's an unbelievably structured deal in terms of baseball. It's an unbelievably measured deal <laughs> in terms of baseball contracts from t- 2014. Um, but all the numbers are sort of broken down in our piece at spotrate.com. And uh, really, just the impact that it's going to have on Bryce Harper, I think, is is evident. Because this is a guy who... You know, Mike Trout, who does it all. He, he fills up the stat boards. He, 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 his war is ridiculous, if you believe in that stat, in, in terms of what he's done. You talk about a valuable player um, and what he's done for that Angels franchise over the past five seasons. So everything's sort of in place for him. Um, and really, this is the free agent we should be talking about in three years. Let's, uh, let's kind of cool our jets on Harper and Machado here for a Okay. Bit. I still, I, you know, we brush past. And I can't believe Paul didn't, you know, step up here. I just, I just have a hard time believing the guy we're seeing now is going to be deemed the greatest of all time. Doesn't winning matter? I haven't brushed past it because I – well, now that you brought it up, I was going to say, who who do you consider yes. that to be right now? Uh, it, 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 it's a simple – you know, who, who is – who does he have well, to knock out? Well, Who's the greatest player? Got, this is such a hard question to answer. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio, right. Hank Willie, Garrett, Willie Mays, Derek Jeter. Willie, right? Is it a, is it a no, modern guy? Like, is it A-Rod? Is it Derek Jeter? No, Willie Mays. Right, right. I mean, everybody said Babe Ruth, Willie Mays. Like you look all the way around, all around player. Um, Ruth was so different in his different. time, right? He'd be great now. Yes, he, well, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't care how much he struggled. Right. Oh, that shift be. Um, but Willie Mays, like, uh, is, to me, has always been it's Willie Mays, and like Ted Williams is always regarded as the greatest hitter, right? Uh, but I don't know about all around player, but some say Ted Williams. I'll give it to you. I'll give you uh, Willie Mays. Yeah, same position, right? Yeah, filled up the stats just like Trout's doing. There's so many, but there's so many great players, right? Sure. Uh, in major, like Ken Griffey Jr. was great. on that track was to so- be. That was somebody who I right. thought of. Yep. Yeah, but for some reason, injuries, injuries. Can't hamper, hamper oh, yeah. him or, or else he would have been, I think, the greatest player of all time. And he, you know, he's on track to be that way. And he was incredible. Incredible. Right? I mean, he was just awesome. And injuries uh, sidetracked him there. Look, at, I, there's no reason not to root for Mike Trout. I and agree. that's the best part about this, yes. right? I mean, you, you don't have a situation where you've got egos out there, you know, sort of like the basketball situation a little bit. You, you know, LeBron's sort of on board with this whole MJ conversation. You know, there's just a little bit more flair to that. Um, you don't hear Mike Trout talking about this. Mike Trout is humble. He's great with the media. He's great with fans. He's great with kids. You know, he's just stuck on the West Coast right now, and that's okay. Um, but, but not even the premier team in the West Coast. No, not yet. And um, that, bring, that brings up the one, if, if, you know, criticism. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's hard to criticize much about Mike Trout. The, the criticism could be, and I don't, and I say this only for discussion purposes because I don't always believe that one guy should not in baseball. Be in baseball, but yeah. but he hasn't won. 
They haven't won. They've been to one if playoff If he's that game. good, how has not he been able to raise the level of the team around him to win? He, he, I, my point is he has. My point is he's put them in contention alone, consistently. He's been that good that he's been able to carry them through a long season. There, there's just It's just not the kind of sport that one player can do that, which you, which you mentioned there. Um, and look at we're talking about this now because it's sort of been an easy path for him, right? He's he's with the team who drafted him. He signed a nice contract. He's sort of you know um, he's sort of happy right now. He's content a little bit in this situation. We'll see what happens when free agency comes in, right? That, that that sort of jars people, especially people who might be a little bit more on the humble side, like like the quieter side of life a little bit, which he sort of seems to. Um, we'll see what happens when thirty teams come, come calling and, and the media is just down his throat about what where he's going to go and that whole. You know, the decision, right? The whole decision, if right. that has to come into play. We'll see how that affects him. It maybe affects his career. We'll see if he can stay healthy. Um, but as of right now, and it's it's not one year. It's not, this isn't an Aaron Judge conversation, right? right? This isn't this isn't you know a flash in the pan. This guy has done this now for five-plus years. The numbers have gotten better. They're consistently outstanding. So it's something to watch. Um, but just in terms of the contract, it's just been a pleasure to, to break this down because it's been unbelievable how well this has held up. I, I love the Aaron Judge um, <laughs> comparison. No, it just reminded me of my buddy uh, when we were kids. When, remember when Kevin Moss oh, yeah. came up? Yeah. And he Yankee sent slugger. away for 50 Kevin Moss rookie cards <laughs> that he bought. As an investment. <laughs> I do have an Aaron Judge rookie card, by the way. Good call. Yeah. It could be a good investment so, there, you know. Right. Is it, wait, what's it graded? I do have a Mike Trout rookie card, too. Do you have it graded? I do. Do you? I do. What's I've, got the grade a, on I've got a grade 10 Mike Trout rookie card. Do you Very really? Nice. I do. That wow. was an investment I made. What's the as, value as on it right fan. now? Uh, I've seen it out there for about 1000 Wow. Very nice. So, nice. Where, where do you have it in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> no, I'm <just> <laughs> That's, you know... We should do a whole show on card collecting, by the way. I'm in. It's, it is fascinating, Paul. It's a whole, my kids are into it. It is a whole I, I love the fact that game. people are still into it in this digital oh. age that we live in. So do you know that card collecting is the reason that I made Spot Track, essentially? I did not know so that. So I, I, was, I was a 12-year-old kid, right, in Angola, New York, sort of, you know, nothing to do all day, so I'd collect cards. I collected a ton of cards, and in fact, I've been going through them recently just to sort of, you know, trim out some of the fat, but... I, I databased my cards. Is that a shot at Cecil Fielder? Uh, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but right. I, I would data. There was no there was no software or internet or anything back right. then that could do this. So I databased my cards by set, by number, by player. I was in, I was data inputting at age twelve. Of course 12. he did. And, of course he And was. I would run reports and go to the flea market and I'd, I'd know which cards I need from each set and I'd go and buy those cards. So I was doing all this stuff. I was doing this data input on players That's back awesome. at, back in my my early childhood. And uh, so, you know, when it came time that with this idea came forward, I was sort of just starting kind of built to do this, this data input stuff. So I knew every I knew every card I had as a kid because I I know like the 80, 81 top set, which ones I needed to complete teams because that was always. And I remember having this discussion with my barber uh, when I was in high school and he grew up in Philly, big Phillies fan from the World Series team. Uh, I was the 80, 81 team. Right. I said, I, ha- I, have, I have that complete team. He's like, I'll buy it from you. So I sold it to him for 50 bucks. All right. Like, so this is like, you know, 30 years ago, uh, 50 bucks. And I'm thinking, damn, why did I do that? Yeah. Now I think, like, why did I do that? But back then, 50 bucks. But I, I, you know, the database was in my head. I, like, I knew every card that I had. And, if we were, and we'd trade. Like, you go to your friend's house and trade, yeah. and yeah. you'd know if you needed a Mike Trout. That's right. You're like, oh, I need that one. That's you know, right. like, what do you need? Oh, here are my duplicates. Right, you trade duplicates right. uh, of that. That same year, the Yankee team. I needed. Uh, oh, who did I need? 
I might have been Paul Bird. I think I needed it. And my buddy, my best friend had it, would not trade me the card. That's it. <laughs> he just knew I needed it. I had nothing he needed, and he wouldn't trade it to me. And I was like, okay, I guess I respect that on some level. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's pick an episode here and talk All cards. Right. I, I think, yeah, I like because it. cards is a huge business now, and the value on cards and how their valuation maybe relates to their value of their card. Yeah, you never Fascinating know. Fascinating stuff there. And we'll let you uh, bring out your 1950 Bowmans. Hey, hey, now. <laughs> I actually have I actually have some. My I have a lot of 70s stuff still left, some late 70s cards. And my father-in-law salvaged like his some, some of his cards when he was a kid and they you know like a Frank Gifford rookie. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of and and Elroy Hirsch. Yeah. Crazy, crazy legs. Crazy legs. Yeah, I love just kind of just kind of need that those cards. I won't tell him I sold them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't Hey, listen, it's a short work week because of the uh, July 4th holiday. Yeah. So, happy holiday to everybody here, so we'll shorten up the podcast a little bit. Thanks for listening. Fascinating stuff on Mike Trout. Look at that contract at spottrack.com, and it'll give you a precursor to what the, the top level is for Bryce Harper and Manny Machado going forward. For Mike Gennetti, founder of spottrack.com, Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Have a great holiday, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week here on the spottrack.com podcast. <laughs>